0: Welcome all, this is Guardians of Lore, episode 13, recorded March 2nd. Tonight we are going to be covering the Black Armory Papers, and this is part 2. So if you were just tuning in with us, listen to last week's episode, because that is the first half of the story. Uh, this is your host tonight, Hyven.
1: Sorry, this is Mrs. Hyven. Got dog things going on, and...
2: <laughs> it's distracting. Yeah,
0: yes welcome all good morning good afternoon good evening and good night <laughs> you know you listen to this at all times and mrs Hyvin has now decided that she needs every time of the day mentioned so that's a you thing just
1: want to really be inclusive with <laughs> all of our listeners various times of day
0: i was thinking maybe in the future as our intro tell us what you think we just list every time zone for the world yeah um, and you then, know, you know, I think China has one time zone for the whole country, which is pretty crazy. But yeah.
2: <laughs> that is crazy.
0: Yeah. So for podcast news, we don't have anything really going on, just the usual stuff. Please send us feedback. Uh, we have Twitter at Guardians underscore Lore, or email us at Guardians underscore Lore at Outlook dot com. And of course, you can feel free to please give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, whatever your podcast of choice streaming service is so as far as stuff you've missed in destiny we had triple infamy i think we've had that one other time it's not very common but it's really nice for anyone trying to finish up any last minute things in gambit before the season ends and
2: Uh, like we've had it about once every season
0: since I feel like Gambit, we didn't have it right sorry. away. Maybe, yeah, I guess since Gambit started. So, yeah, it might have been like... What's it only been? Probably like two seasons. So, yeah. I guess it really only is twice, but that is every time. Oh so, yeah. Anyone who needed to get that in, um, I guess it's... Well, it's still... No. It, reset. We drop our podcast on Reset for you guys. So, I hope you guys you so have done, you done that. You hear this.
2: Too. You'll have mm-hmm. missed it. So, right? when you hear this,
0: the more exciting news will have been upon you. We got a first look at Season of the Drifter. So that's pretty awesome. Um, We are getting all the content on Tuesday, March 5th. Is that correct? Yes. And we don't have to wait another week for the season pass um, content. And they've just streamlined it just by giving it a name for the season instead of a season name and a, I guess, name for like the season pass so they're just calling it season of the drifter uh, there is content whether you've paid or not and then there's added content and in, including an exotic quest a couple other uh, events involved if you have paid for the season pass but it is awesome not only are there some good activities i personally don't like gambit that much but i might now that they fixed well hopefully have uh fixed a little bit of some of the uh linear fusion rifle issues but gambit prime looks awesome the armor sets look awesome the fact that they've assigned roles uh, the roles look cool man and the fact that the armor actually has perks like for that role set like that is genius they didn't not only did they make give us those uh what what did we call oh my goodness not shaders ornaments armor ornaments And Chromas, yeah, they've brought that kind of thing back. But they added perks specific, which is just really, really nice and really beneficial.
2: And the way it it's... sounded, like, each armor set has a set uh, number of perks. Like, if you have the entire set for um, yeah. the Invader one, you'll get maximum benefit. But yeah, if you're missing, I... like, one or two pieces, you're not going to get the max benefit.
0: From what I saw, I thought, yeah, it sounded like you can mix and match to get a little bit of each, but if you wear a full set, you just get that. I think it was like, what, that perk is just a much more powerful. So uh, one like the invader, when you invade, if you get by the bank, you can lock down their bank and steal moats from them. That was really cool. Uh, The collector armor allows you to carry like 20. I wonder if maybe that even go higher. Uh, Moats at once, you know, send multiple blockers which is a kind of a big deal, because multiple blockers drain motes from the enemy, which is really cool. So, I'm li- oh, really looking forward to to seeing that. And like I said, I'm not a big Gambit player, but Gambit Prime is awesome. And then, of course, Gambit Prime leads us into the awesome bit, where we will go into the realm of the Nine. And I cannot remember for the life of me what that is called. Recon- I,
3: I, uh,
2: oh, Recon- yeah, it's gonna the actual... Ev- activity is going to be called the reckoning um and it's a pve match made end game activity um and there's going to be lord tied to that so we'll be getting to that in a little over a month
0: yes yes a little right, under we finish a month the we will get right yeah. into
2: the new topics but i'm
0: sure we'll probably have a little discussion on it because that is the biggest thing. If you're tuning into this podcast, you must be a lover of lore, or at least interested. Some of the just the little snippets they gave us in that viduk are awesome. Uh, Drifter is referred to as Dredgen, at least in the past. He is talking to the Emissary of the Nine. We know he's also been talking to the Queen. So we have the Nine dealing with everyone. And he's sitting down trying to uh, get us I, did you think that that was supposed to be our character's guardian that he was playing cards with that that's I how somebody... i saw it i did too Trust i heard me. somebody try to say maybe like could have been like shin because it was a hunter but i figured shin probably wouldn't have had his helmet usually our character is always like a masked guardian wearing some of the armor that you can get in game which that that uh, rebreather mask was totally a hunter helmet so
2: well and and like if it was shin I figured that they would have had a distinct look for him, rather than just throwing yeah gear the
0: generic that helmet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so um, I thought that was our guardian. Yeah, I'm glad that you agreed.
2: And and so Bungie had also released, with the, released what the heck, released a press kit, um, with different photos from the Vidoc. and they had mistakenly labeled that guardian as the stranger and like a bunch of theories just blew up on who that could be and they were like no 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 we mislabeled that
0: yeah that's not the stranger but yeah i totally think it'd be our guardian but we at one point i think we look like we're about to kill him at one point we sit down and are playing cards with him Uh, and as far as we know it possibly tied to the thorn quest possibly not but actually i think
2: I think that's tied to um, the other quest that's going to be happening, where we either choose between yes, the Vanguard or the Drifter side.
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm... I wasn't was sure if that was tied to the Thorn quest or not, but... No. That thing was labeled as, but it looks pretty cool. I know I will be running that on multiple characters so that I can pick both sides.
2: Yep. And it sounded like you're only able to choose once per yep, character.
0: character that's what they said
2: for the entire season that's cool like
0: working possibly with the drifter i feel like the drifter is going to finally give us some information i'm waiting for him to drop stuff like i followed the shadows i ran with him for a while then i realized they had the right idea but they were on the wrong path now i got new information i talked to the nine like here's how we ride this gray area of light and dark and like we kind of tag team up with him, although I kind of heard that. Uh, what he, what were you actually were just saying—the little preview we got—he starts sounding like he might be kind of nice, but it, not as much in the end.
2: He's always got an ulterior motive.
0: I'm um, really interested.
2: And like, like we we honestly knew that he ran with the shadows of yore. We've yeah. known that since the beginning of Forsaken it's just i feel like we're going to find out how integrated into the group that he was
0: for sure yeah i, I kind of just thought he was kind of uh like a he was kind of linked into their group but it sounds like he was a full on member at one point referring to himself as dredgen so
2: yeah I, I i i could see that like i just i wasn't too shocked at that fact I was more shocked at the fact that he had the emissary of the nine there talking to him.
0: Oh yeah. That and was she
2: crazy. She was aware that he was a dredget Yeah.
0: It was, it was not the fact that that word was dropped. It was that she referred to him as that. Like now the the nine are working with the shadows and they're cool with it. So I uh, can't wait. We could probably <laughs> talk about this for a while. We could oh, always yeah. just podcast on theories <laughs> for the New expansion, but you will be playing it by the time you're listening to it. So, well, we'll move on. All right. So, not too much intro is needed for this topic. If you listen to our last episode, but if for some reason you like to listen to the second half first, uh, this is the. Uh, these are the the black armory papers. No. Yes, the black armory papers. And we are reading a recounting of the Founders forming of the Black Armory, along with the craziness that ensues when enemies of the Traveler enter into the system. Um, so, like I said, go back and listen to episode 12 to listen to the first half. But uh, would you guys like to give maybe a little bit of a overview of what happened last week?
2: I think Mrs. Hyven should. I mean, she's the newbie. Let's see how much she remembers.
1: So, (laughs) this is mean because uh, it has been a week since I actually discussed this. um, In the sense that our podcast comes out on Tuesday, and I normally listen to it Tuesday or Wednesday. um, And then, you know, we do the new one on Saturday. Um, But this week, to keep myself from being tempted to read the... Um, final entries, because I like I said I like to read them kind of fresh and have like a very fresh perspective of hearing the information for the first time on the podcast. I did not listen to it, so it's not as fresh in my mind as it normally would be. So I hate you guys just Fair to enough. Kiss Fair fret. enough. Um, wow. But basically, my understanding is, let's see, the traveler showed up. A lot of people started thinking it was amazing. Um, Excuse me. Uh, Shoot, what's her name?
0: Our founder in the books.
1: Right, we didn't get her name. Never mind. So I'm not crazy. Uh, The founder, she basically decides this is a big problem. Family is a big deal to her, and she wants to be ready um, when something goes down. Uh, to be able to protect. So she gets Helga and Yuki together. Helga used to be a part of the Clovis Bray shenanigans and Yuki's just a, a smart engineer uh, that helps kind of put everything together. And um, at some point, Helga and our founder differ on, you know, the vision and where um, the armory should go. Um <clears throat> Unfortunately, like just a lot of nonsense goes down. Uh, once uh, is it? We didn't determine what it was, but we assumed that it was the hive that was the first to show up. Is that correct?
0: Fallen. So, fallen.
1: I apologize. Sorry. Told you it's all not good. fresh. Uh, <laughs> I was
0: just thinking a quick overview. You're giving like all kinds of in de- depth details. No, so, hold on. this is important.
1: You. Oh, you're doing great. Important. The fallen <laughs> shows that. Injuries are had. Deaths are had. Helga ends up dying. Um, and. Then we go into this. Portion where it's not determined. That. Um, or maybe it is. I, I actually can't recall. If it was specifically stated. But basically her daughter ends up unconscious. Then I think maybe that's where it goes into. Where it gets a little more fuzzy. And it doesn't outright say it's her daughter. But. um Something else to know about the founder: She's not a fan of exos, but then next thing you know, it kind of starts to sound like she's having Yuki turn her daughter into that, um, and then she buries like the actual body of her daughter, um, and then they were on the move, and
0: that's
2: pretty that much it. Where
1: we landed,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. We know that basically she had to uh, make her daughter into an exo. And she, she keeps was,
1: referring to yeah. her as the Exo, not yeah. um, yep. in any loving terms. It, this is a real um, issue for her, a yep. really big pool between what she loves the most and what she really has um, tried to deny up until this point, such as that Exos were even becoming a thing. Yeah. And, and now w- she's had to put these two conflicting ideas together.
0: Yeah. And just a point that they... Had never done this, made an EXO before, and they didn't have any Clovis Bray scientists around. Well, uh, because those are the ones who had originally instituted the EXO program, and they were not on Mars; they were on Earth, where the EXO program was happening. So, not only did they never had they never done this before, but it sounds like they were rushed and they had to continue the process on the road. So, we left it with we're not sh- so sure who this EXO ends up becoming. If it was truly her daughter. Or if the process didn't work so good, so or
2: if it's just partly her daughter and yeah. part some other machine, A living
0: living being with no memories is what it sounds like at this moment.
2: Yeah, very good uh, summarization, Mrs. Ivan. Yeah, me you remembered know. more than you thought,
0: right? That's, right?
1: That's right. I just had to jog my memory there. <laughs> you yelling at the dog, babe?
0: Sorry, they keep finding every squeaky toy they can find, and I keep stealing them all from them. <laughs> all right, it just well, got like, really, I mean, really quiet, and then squeaky, I heard squeaky. like
1: muffles on the other side of the wall. <laughs> all
0: right, yes, once again, <laughs> we have dogs, they are energetic all of a sudden. Just woke just a up, for, heads the up podcast. for our
1: listeners. Uh, Hyvan and I will actually be getting a second dog ourselves in uh two weeks, so not wow. next recording, but the recording after that should be interesting. Hopefully, this we'll is this not goes. an indication of how that
0: goes. <laughs> These are more grown dogs puppies will get yeah. tired we'll just tire them out we'll be all right Exactly. all right well <laughs> why don't we go you ahead know. and yeah i hope, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> let's get on into our entries and just a reminder remember these entries are from a journal so they do not go in numerical order so it might sound a little crazy that we are starting with entry 104 and 105 we did not read 103 entries last week so if you are tuning in now you do not have to go back and listen to us talk for 130 journal—I mean, 103 journal entries—because that's a little excessive. Uh, Very but go well, ahead, ha- go way. back and listen to them. It's a great story.
2: Well, and and even then, like these are pages torn out of a journal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: okay. Give me one second here while I prep for these entries because um, I do want to make note of where we left off entry wise i'm just pulling up our episode 12 notes
0: Yeah, help us to see how much time has passed
1: pretty much all right i'm almost there all right so actually we uh we ended on 101 so we haven't jumped too far here um if you listened last week there are some that jumps you know like 20 at a time so um we're not actually jumping too far we're only uh Jumping out,
0: four entries or so, three entries, just Mm -hmm. a couple. All right, just a small handful. Still on, they're still on the road traveling. So,
1: all right, I will start us off. Well, today was horrible. We had some downtime, so Yuki wanted to test the EXO's new functionality. This was the entire purpose of the EXO in the first place, Project Niobe. Helga's great experiment to make our weapons more deadly through a sort of on-the-spot phase transition of the guns. In other words, a walking, talking forge. Years ago, it was just an idea. Now it's a reality. Seeing the Exo discover her ability was, well, thrilling. It was nice to feel something other than dread for a few minutes. And a few minutes was about all we got. We were sloppy. While the EXO practiced using her ability, we were ambushed by... I don't even know what they were. They were definitely not regular humans. They had abilities that the rest of us don't. We took one down, we thought, but then his little red drone lit up and he was on his feet again. We kept firing. They didn't expect to run into an armory on foot, so they ran. But not before killing some of us and wounding Yuki. She promises I'm still stuck with her, though. I'd be lost without her. Entry 105 We traveled all night to put as much distance between between us and our attacker as possible. The XO is carrying Yuki now. It's clear she doesn't have long. She asked me to leave her behind family is all we have left we will do no such thing
2: so we actually get to see that guardians are starting to pop up because um, there was a reference of humans with abilities and then I, I love light. yeah I, I was about to say I love how they, they referred to it as a red drone because um, that's the guardians ghost Um, not much else that I wanted to point out there just
0: wanted to point out that we mentioned last week that this Exo was not just an attempt to save her daughter but more to save her daughter but also their life's work Uh, so we see that in the fact that their Project Niobe has succeeded at least in some part here that this Exo is a walking talking forge So it's holding a lot of information from their forge. I don't... I suppose that that means she can straight make weapons. Yeah. It literally refers to, they didn't expect to run into an armory on foot. And that was literally the only thing that kept them from all dying. Um, And I wanted to say there was five of them, we said last week. Was it five total, or were there five of their they called Black Armory family? I don't remember. Regardless... There were some of the people who worked with them in the Black Armory with them. So we see that some of these people have died, and Yuki is badly injured.
2: Yeah, I I think it was just a handful. Like, they didn't give a specific number.
0: Yeah, I don't remember now either. Probably didn't.
2: Oh, actually, they did give a number. Yeah, it was just five of them and the XO.
0: Ah, that's what it was. Five of them and the XO. So, yes, there was three... I don't I don't want to call them helpers cuz I don't know what they who they were but they weren't the obviously the two founders. Yeah, the two founders and three employees. So I'm assuming that it sounds well they killing some of us. So that doesn't say one of us. It doesn't say named Yuki was injured. So I would assume that they're down to just a couple the uh, the main three and maybe one of their employees, Max.
2: Right. I mean, it it says some, meaning more than just one. Yeah. So I I suspect that it's there's three left at this point. The two founders, maybe one employee.
0: That's what I was thinking. So if this sounds crazy... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, the EXO. If that sounds crazy, well, remember that Guardians were not always good. Um, why Why they specifically attacked them, we do not know. But it would seem that they were basically raiding this group of people on the road. Um, So yeah, just remember that Guardians weren't all good at this time early on. There was a lot of power-hungry individuals who couldn't die. Uh, So as you can imagine, not everyone with that power would be good. So these Risen were not friendly. And this thought will continue on through these entries. Guardians not being so guarding.
2: Well, and and heck, I mean, judging by the fact that from the the seven card from the Dreaming City book, um, yeah. these guardians probably saw these these this small group of people and thought, "Hey, let's kill them and and take the loot."
0: Yeah, that's true. They're only thinking about getting items. Yeah. Uh, it seems that guardians have kind of forgotten their moral compass to a degree.
2: And like this would be like the early days of the guardians so this is before even warlords
0: oh yeah this is these are like the first guardians yeah cuz the uh you know the traveler just got attacked so these are probably the some of the first guardians ever existing they they didn't even know anything about guardians until they they saw these so for you know this could be one of the first interactions between uh, humans and guardians
2: well, and at this point, I think they were just referred to as risen, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I could just call them light bearers.
2: That's better.
0: That's <laughs> true. I won't call them The OCD
2: them, isn't <laughs> kicking in with that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> risen and light bearers. It's true. Can't really call them guardians.
2: Because okay. guardians is more of a philosophy than anything. Yeah. But anyway, uh, any notes, Mrs. Ivan?
1: No, pretty simple two entries. I feel like you guys covered them.
2: Okay. I'll jump into the next one then. Entry 108, 109, one hundred ten, Or 110. <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: 1010! Man, we jumped <laughs> right.
2: Right. <laughs> uh, so this is just three entries since what we left off at. Entry 108. Yuki is dead. It didn't happen like I thought it would. One of the men who had attacked us returned. This time, with an offer. He wanted the Exo. He had seen what she was capable of back at the truck. How she turned our weapons into something even more deadly, with nothing but her hands. The Exo stood, willing to sacrifice herself for us. I was horrified. But before I could say anything... Yuki lied and said she had the obsidian accelerator, that it was in her backpack. The man approached her cautiously as she quickly looked at me. That one last look, the same one that had calmed me down so many times. She reached for the backpack as the man drew near. The exo grabbed me and gave me cover as the grenade exploded, shielding me from the flaming shrapnel. Then she helped me up and we ran. I looked back once. The man's red drone was shining its terrible light about the carnage looking for its master. He'll get up again. He knows what she can do. He will be looking for us. Yuki, I'm so sorry. Entry 109. Three days later. Still numb. It's unbearable. It's just me and her now. Entry 110. She and I spent the night under the wing of a crashed jet. I realize now as I write this that I haven't seen a plane in the sky. Not once since we set out. This is not the world I knew. Every time I looked at her, I'm thinking about it. This is not the world I knew.
0: Alright, so Yuki dies but not from her wounds. Maybe she assumed that she would die from her wounds. The last card she has to be left behind. Regardless, she sacrifices herself to save them, which is very admirable. Not just, but almost more than that. um, She's seen these guardians. They knew that these guardians were going to be rezzed, so she literally sacrificed herself just to give them more time. So, I don't know. For me, that makes it even more uh, deep because she she wasn't doing it thinking, you know, I'm going to save their lives, but she literally was just trying to give them a little bit more time.
2: And with a grenade of all things. Like Yeah. Yeah. For some reason that that just that that's a punch to the gut for me.
0: Yeah. She didn't like take one of their powerful weapons and get out of there. She just you know, straight took them both out with a grenade yeah um, we get a call out to not necessarily that the exO is what 's making weapons more powerful, but it 's actually the obsidian accelerator, so this is a modifier some type of uh, you know i don 't know what you 'd really call it it's part of the exO but it can be removed you you it 's a mod it 's a mod yeah. You might be familiar with that term if you have uh, played enough through um, the Black Armory DLC. Uh, But yes, this obsidian accelerator can be removed from the EXO. And this is how she was able to trick them by telling them that she had it in her backpack. But definitely an important piece of tech. We see that it uh, turns weapons into something even more deadly with nothing but the EXO's hands. So... They're still going to be looking for this. As has said, he's risen, our power loot hungry. So there's something that can just make weapons for them. They're not just going to let them run away. Yeah. And then the call out that everyone is dead, except for our original founder and the Exo. Any other thoughts?
2: No. Uh, like this one was very straightforward.
0: Yeah. yeah. They've just been chilling out under an airplane wing. So let's continue on to see what they do. I'll go ahead and read our next entries. A little bit of time has passed. We are now at Entry 115, 116, and 117. Entry 115. The airport isn't safe anymore. The control tower is ablaze, and the monstrous sounds on the wind will keep us from investigating any further. Entry 116. We walk parallel to the roads and lie down in hiding when we hear other travelers. My legs are sore and my mouth is dry from answering her barrage of questions. There's so much of this world that she doesn't understand, and so much I want to tell her. But I just can't. Not right now. Yuki's death has weighed on us both. Yet she retains an innocence. I'm trying so very hard not to ruin it. We came across the remains of a petrol-burning car in the forest, and she asked if it could still be alive. I had to explain it was never alive. Those machines had no souls. I instantly regretted saying that, because it only led to more painful inquiries. I told her I had a headache and needed some quiet. Entry 117. When the sun is up, we're worried of other humans. When the moon rises, we worry about worse creatures. We're on a road to nowhere now, and I was always paranoid, but I can't shake the feeling that the man I let escape, man, we're on a road to nowhere now, and I was always paranoid, but I can't shake the feeling that the man I let escape is watching us. Going further inland would be a mistake. That has become clear from the increasing destruction we're encountering. I'm hopeful that if if we can make it south to the Mediterranean Sea, even if it means going through the Alps, we might be able to find a small boat. An island sounds perfect, and I think Corsica should be the end goal. But with our luck, it will be beset by some sort of invincible sea monsters. Oh,
1: interesting thoughts in these Definitely in 116 when she mentions that the mach- those machines had no souls, as we know, that's how this um, writer felt originally about exos uh, as well. So um, I don't know. It says that she hasn't really regretted it. So I wonder if her view on that's changing now because of this exo or <clears throat> um, what else that could that could mean. But uh, interesting. I also, like in 117, where it's discussing the Mediterranean Sea and the Alps, um, I know you guys like things that kind of help show timeline, but I think that's nice because it's kind of helping us to see um, more of a specific place that they're traveling through that we would be able to kind of understand and grasp.
0: Yeah, I know they're in Europe going to Corsica. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's but, kind of a... It's more than we ever get about the real world, really. Yeah. The, like, timeline and location.
2: Yeah. Well, aside from Cosmodrome, <clears throat> old Russia.
0: Yes. Yeah, no old Russia. Um, yeah, and I think the point about her asking if the car was still alive, I think on some level she understands that she's a machine and that yeah. that car is a machine. Um. Exactly. So I would imagine that the questions it brings up are, do I have a soul? And we see the classic parenting technique when you're not, you can't answer a question or not in the mood to. It's just not right now. I'm too busy or I'm tired. I have a headache. I need to go lay down. You know, so she's definitely trying to put this topic, this conversation on the back burner for now because I'm sure it's got to be hard. I, she doesn't quite acknowledge this exo as her daughter. We see that the exo has no memory. It didn't quite work like they planned. Um, but she sees. I like how mention mentioned she might not view this EXO as her daughter, but she views it as innocent, and she wants to retain yeah. that in- innocence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that I that at least shows a little bit of a warming up, to the idea yeah. of an EXO being more than just a machine to me. Which I, I, I interesting
1: really thought there as well, just because it's almost yeah. I mean, she's basically like. A newborn, learning everything for the first time. Maybe not a newborn, but you know, a child.
0: Um, Amnesia patient.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's kind of like a child that's born into this time of war and how you so badly want to protect that child. Um, And so she kind of has that same motherly protection.
0: And I just love, it's like, Sad but comical. That was, she says that we'll look for a boat. With our luck, they'll run into invincible sea monsters.
1: Right, my brain was like the Loch Ness
0: monster. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, crap. Nessie is real.
2: Right. Yeah. That's when it would be discovered. But, <laughs> but in the Mediterranean Sea, like, <laughs> there's more men Nessies. Okay. <laughs> like know. that's more of a warm water Nessie than uh than anything. <laughs> Oh, man.
0: Yeah. That's, that, they're having a rough time. You know, it just sucks. They're in an airport, but everything is so destroyed that they can't even like fly anywhere. My thinking is they probably went to the nearest airport to start with, thinking that would be a way out. Uh, but now they're trying. I guess the next best thing would be a boat. So they're heading to, yeah. to the water. the two ways to get a greater distance. So they're trying to get out of Europe that begs the question where did all this fighting hit first you know (laughs) they might have any nowhere might be safe but um we do have some information about some of the big cities still existing we have like old chicago old russia mentioned in some of the the lore so i'm just curious kind of once again timeline location where they would hope to kind of run i mean they said just a small island but
2: I I could see them running off to an island in Greece.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Just fun
1: fact. There's an island, I believe, in or near Greece named Konakai. This is a fun fact, because that's our new dog's name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She is in puppy fever, she can't control herself.
1: Guys, it's it's T minus twelve days. I just want my new puppy.
0: That should have been it, our. It, in other news, we're getting a dog. Oh my god! <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: We don't take,
2: take a shot here. <laughs> yeah, that's a shot. Every time we talk about a dog,
0: <laughs> that's that's your that's your shot. There, Mrs. Hyvin. Dog mentioning. Yeah. puppy machine. <laughs> Mine is just. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? <laughs> or um. <laughs> Elvis is just fighting his intention, his a uh,
1: inclination,
2: his
0: inclination right now to not say his line. Oh,
2: you? I just did. That's why. I, <laughs> that's why initially I was like, "Yeah, let's let, let, take a shot."
3: <laughs>
2: I'm so glad you guys didn't catch on to that. <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll hear it when we listen back.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, Great. that's it for me for this.
1: I'll take us into the next entry. Um, Our next one is just one entry, it's entry 123. Um, So you can see here that we've jumped about six entries. It says, Nostalgia overcame me today. We came upon an amusement park I used to love back before all this. But now, nature had begun to lay claim to this place. Fortunately, I could still describe most of it in detail. I showed her where I liked to eat, where I rested my weary feet, and even a petting zoo, where I'd appreciate the beauty of exotic animals. I started to tell her stories about when I was here with my family, but a scratch in my throat made me stop. I suppose these wounds are still bleeding.
2: Like, she's not even letting herself fully enjoy the fact that they found an amusement park because of all the loss that they've had. So like she's, she's not even remotely enjoying the fact that, Oh yeah, I used to love coming here, but. Yeah. I was just
0: almost thinking it's almost like she's once again, taking her daughter to the amusement park. She grew up telling her all these stories, but then realizing, Oh wait, this isn't exactly my daughter. All my friends are dead. The world's collapsing around us. I can't appreciate this beautiful place, these wonderful animals. I mean, she goes as far as to say that not that her wounds are still healing, wounds are still bleeding. That that word picture is yeah. for me is she's still right in the thick of everything. She's still grieving. Yeah, she's still feeling it hard.
2: Yeah. Any last thoughts?
0: Nope. Very straightforward.
2: Yeah. Okay. I will be taking entry 142, 143, 144. So at this point, it's almost 20 entries from the last one that we read. My head has been down as I walk through this new world with such an inquisitive young soul. Her gaze is often to the sky and today we were rewarded with our first living creature in a while, a butterfly. She was lost in its beauty. The wings fluttered past her bright eyes, and this wreck of a world fell away. It reminded me of Hugo's Verenovo. Reciting poetry in this devastated world felt cathartic. I told her that she has so much in common with this beautiful winged creature Butterflies start as so much less and make themselves something more. Perhaps if either of us had any tears, we would have cried. Entry 143 I thought I saw one of those small drones pass over us today. We were picking berries and watching out for more butterflies when I thought I caught a glimpse of the damned thing. I made her promise, no matter what happens, if they catch you, You must not trust them. Not ever. 144. These are difficult days and nights. It's slow traveling off the roads, and we're on each other's nerves But now. She observed that the other people from the black armory were nicer. I snapped at her, but she's right. At least these days, anyway. The barrage of questions continues. She wants to know why she's special, why we needed her here, where she comes from. I still can't muster up the answers. I find it easier to bury my face in this journal or pretend to be asleep than to face her questions. We are still quite a ways from the shore.
0: So we see, I guess, two extremes of their relationship, good times and bad. Um, And that mostly what's going on is kind of the internal struggle. They were able to see the beauty of butterflies. Uh, you've probably been familiar that butterfly is a common mark for the Black Armory uh, that we see now. Um, and I really like how she compared uh, her, her daughter, this exo, to a butterfly that started out as so much less and made themselves so much more. That was a really good word picture. And then they went as far as just to actually kind of have a little enjoyment, picking berries and looking for more butterflies, which, of course, was then interrupted when they thought they saw a ghost flying around. And then, of course, that kind of puts everyone a little on edge. And, uh, you know, she says, you must never, ever trust these Risen. They capture you. And then I really liked what that does to the, the Exo, that, you know, she says... She just kind of wants to know why she was so special. She's probably thinking... Why is everyone sacrificing themselves for me? Why do I have to be here? You know What is what is riding on my shoulders? And she's not getting any answers. And of course, our founder doesn't want to answer her. And she snaps back and there's a, a bit of a fight. So we're having a little bit of a mother-daughter <laughs> tantrum going on here.
1: Yeah, but unfortunately, the exo doesn't understand that.
0: No, she just says the other black armory people yeah. were nicer than you.
1: Yeah, which good thing I was muted because I laughed very audibly at that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, you know it's like how come I'm stuck with you? You're the last one. Yeah. But once again, I think it's from a, from a point of love, though. You know, she doesn't want to drop this bombshell on her her daughter that you're my daughter, and oh yeah, everything that we've done is riding on you. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I think of like a random stranger came up to me today and just like I don't know somehow became like very close with me and my family and the next thing I knew they were like BT dubs I'm your dad and I didn't die like (laughs) yeah that'd be a lot to handle Um, so yeah no I could definitely understand why this is such an inner struggle for her like of Trying to decide what's best. And especially because. I don't know. I think. There is so much writing on her. Maybe she's thinking that if she takes the emotion out of it. It will be easier for her. And by for her. I honestly don't know if I mean. The founder or the EXO.
0: Yeah I would agree. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, also I the fact. Having to explain that she. Had a life. Before yeah. her existence, and that she was a human, just like the rest of them. Like, that's just—it's it definitely would be a shock. Yeah. Well, if you guys don't have anything else to add, I'll move on with our next couple entries.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: Read more. All right. We continue on six entries later. Entry one fifty 150 and one fifty one. Entry one fifty. Put this journal aside for a long time. I've been too tired to write in it. My clothes are looser, and she is concerned that I'm shedding masks. This is not how I ever wanted to get to know her. At night I started singing to myself to calm my nerves. She paid rapt attention and shortly after asked me to teach her the song "Les Temps des Series. She asked how I knew it but I'm in no condition to talk about him. It's just an old family tradition, I tell her. Is it lying? I wonder if it really matters now. Entry 151, I tried to answer some questions of hers, about the black armory, about life before the end, about what I believed in, about what makes us who we are, about what makes her who she is. If you don't know where you come from, how can you know who you are? Our past defines us more than we are willing to admit. All this, all that is lost, I'm telling her that she should care for it. Our past is precious and needs to be remembered. I tell her this realizing that I'm the one holding back. I'm the one keeping secrets. I'm the hypocrite. Stopped me from being able to even look at her. Someday, probably soon. She'll be the only life our legacy has left. Maybe one day I won't be such a coward. Maybe then I'll tell her everything.
1: So I ended up in a rabbit trail looking up this song. (laughs) So apparently it translates to Time of Cherries um, and the song itself um, became very well associated with um, the Paris Commune, and just became known as kind of like a revolutionary song. And it says it's a metaphor regarding what life will be like when a revolution will have changed social and economic conditions. Um, so kind of an interesting thought um, as they're dealing with all of this craziness around them.
0: Yeah, it's actually really fitting to the time.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, it brings up is the hymn, you know, would you
0: you (laughs) think that would be the father?
1: That would be my um, assumption. And perhaps this was a song he sang to her, Um, you know, maybe they sang and danced to the song together. Or maybe it was a song he sang to uh, the daughter when she was a baby and, you know, he was putting her to sleep or something. So clearly, it's a song that that evokes quite an emotion for our founder,
2: or, or it like when I was hearing this, it, I read it like this was her talking about her father, and like this was a song that they would sing together or something like that.
1: Oh, it's the founder's father.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I kind of so thought it would it, have been. The so Exo's it would be like the too. EXO's really grandfather or something. But like, I mean, it, it could be either. Yeah, I yeah, mean, th- this is so vague that it's it's leaving it up to us to understand, you know, figure it out.
0: I love that she paid such attention. Do you think it was the fact that she recognized this song, or just the fact that she possibly had never heard music before? I almost think no, it's that's the a latter.
1: Really good point. Yeah,
0: actually, it's the fact that this was something beautiful in all this chaos. <laughs>
2: There would have been no time for singing or music. Well, honestly, it could be a bit of both. I mean, we don't mm-hmm. know how far along the actual process of, you know, the EXO becoming, you know, doing that, that brain transfer. Yeah. We don't know how far along that process she was before yeah, it, it they could... had to leave.
0: You know, it could have all been in there, just still scrambled.
2: Yeah. So, like, this could
0: have been... triggered something for the EXO.
1: puzzle that only had 25 pieces put together.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she's starting to question now as she tries to answer some of her questions. Should she give her all of the answers, or are partial answers lies? Does it really matter? And then I like as she goes on, you know, how am I supposed to tell her to care about the past and to continue fighting for you know what was believed in? She doesn't understand. You know, she was just born a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, maybe. She she has nothing in the past to think about. Yeah. She's really battling with that internal question right now. Should she tell her the truth?
1: All right. Well, let's continue on then and uh, see what else comes up here. Uh, we are going to moving on. I will be reading entry 157, 158, and 159. That is another six-entry jump. So 157. We arrived at the shoreline. There is a small, organized camp here. Unfortunately, all that floats, and some things that don't, have already set to sea. There will be no boating away from Europe. Corsica is off the list for now. Entry 158. I've had an anxiety attack. A woman with a drone has shown up at camp. She seems to be law and order here. She made a point of being impressed with our charged Black Army weapons. Does she have good taste, or... Does she know more than she lets on? We can't take the risk. We'll have to leave soon. 159. Today, some young children and their parents asked if Ada wouldn't mind holding their hands and talking to them. Apparently, this is their first encounter with an Exo. She takes them with ease, makes them feel comfortable like it's nothing. Her innocence shines. She has such a good heart. She enjoys playing with the children. She's quite good at hide-and-seek, a skill I'm more than happy to let her hone. The children love her playfulness. There are two other exos in this camp, and the three of them have become fast friends. Seeing her experience others makes me realize that she deserves to be free of me. But I can't resolve to let her go.
2: So, there's two things I want to point out here. Uh, One there was a woman with a drone that showed up at camp and she seems to be law and order here. That's, we're starting to see the warlords.
0: I would agree. It sounds like she owns that territory. And also the fact yeah. that this is a, not necessarily that it's a woman per se, but the fact that it's not the man that they recognize has been chasing them. Um, that she doesn't immediately freak out, but just is on edge. But
2: she still does yeah. And two, this is the first time that the founder has referred to the EXO as Ada. As Ada,
1: yeah.
0: Yes. So now you know who the EXO is.
1: If you didn't already.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But, so would you agree that that is, well, based on all this, an emotional change? Oh, it yeah. Is.
1: Giving her a name. Sure.
0: Well, using her name, she's been uh, just referring to as EXO. For the longest time, so.
2: Well, and and we're like we literally see this this paradigm shift where like all exos are a bad idea too. Yeah. Maybe they're not.
0: Yeah, yeah. To and adjust. It,
2: it's intriguing.
0: Yeah, I, I like how she. It wasn't even that. uh She hasn't referred to as the exo anymore, but she even goes like she's saying like apparently this is the first t- their first encounter with an exo like these children just kind of like. Saying, you know, exos are normal or commonplace. It's just another, yeah. another, another kid running around. And I love that she has this um, bond with children. She's kind of still... I mean, we don't actually know how young her daughter was. Yeah. Uh, for all we know, she had a daughter just... I mean, you put them in a full-size exo body, but this could be a little girl in a full-size you know, body. Yeah.
1: For so some reason, I picture her kid. as like 12... Yeah, you know, she it, I did her. too.
2: I did but, too. Yeah, but I think that's because I didn't want to imagine a six-year-old being transferred into a machine body. You know?
0: You
1: yeah. know? I mean, yeah. I mean, think that's also kind of there's a the difference. Her... You know, her. I mean, her daughter could have been twenty, but I don't know for some reason. I think point. twelve. I would say the she way...
0: would have been six, just because she's thinking about protecting her family, and then she had to go and like establish the whole black armory. Or do stuff, think nothing was gonna happen, and the whole war to happen. So yeah, I, say, I think that's why too. She she's she's gotta started. be at
1: least Yeah, exactly. Like the whole process took it took a bit.
0: Maybe teens, like early teens. Yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. other exos, which is really cool. Yeah. Not only did they found a camp with people and children, but actual other exos. So that's cool because i w I'm assuming that these other exos probably have their full memory. Um so it's
1: also a different, like, concept and thought for her.
0: Yeah, she's probably a yeah. little bit odd even for them. But she, you know, and they're probably you know they're all they're all probably really interested in each other because
2: <laughs> they're very new at this point. Yeah, uh, I'd say at least within the last like hundred years or so in in the Destiny timeline. So I mean, still fairly new, but at this point, it feels like they're commonplace.
0: I would say specifically new for Earth too, you know. Yeah, Xos, there's yeah. probably plenty exos on Mars. But you've been where they're hearing being about made.
1: them for decades, yeah. but for Earth, this is still pretty yeah. newish.
3: Yeah,
0: and yeah, and I I see that she is, you know, in my mind that she has seen that this her her daughter, or at least this young girl, deserves is is deserving live her life without any baggage. I like that she says that she deserves to be free of me, uh, but I can't resolve to let her go. So she's saying, this is my daughter, but at the same time, I, basically, she has the benefit of starting a fresh life. I'm just baggage weighing her down. I should let her go, be herself, and you know, keep that innocence, start fresh.
2: But she just can't. And, and yeah, yeah like it's, it's kind of heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I think it makes sense. It's not like she put her in that exo body because she was done with her. I mean, you know, like she she did that because she yeah. wanted that time and that life with her. So yeah, I mean, it makes she sense. Want to just leave her?
0: You know, yeah. she saved her daughter. She wanted to live her life with her daughter. But I just kind of think that things have changed. She now sees an individual who could live a life free and just. Happy and she's just thinking that she has so much baggage, you know, with her life and expectations and all these sad memories that you know it would be she could live a happier life now, just new, a new, brand new life, and not have to be burdened by all the thoughts into the past.
2: Yeah. I just want to note that like we've seen this this shift in the founder in just like the last fifteen entries. Although, I mean, we've only read, like, maybe four, five, five or six of them. Um, Yeah. And I was just going
0: to say that only six entries passed, and she says that she's put her journal aside for a long time. So months could have passed in between her writings, too, you know? Right. Not like it's a daily journal, necessarily.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. It's funny. This journal is actually, um, it's. It's interesting to me because it's a daughter writing or a mother writing to a daughter. My mother actually has a journal like this that she doesn't write every day in. Uh, ever since my father died, she just kind of took time every now and then to write little little tidbits. And then when she'd come back, she'd update it with little tidbits. And um, so to me, I, I don't know, I have a very like personal connection with this journal uh, because this is kind of how I look at it.
0: That's nice. I think that's a perfect example.
1: Yeah, I haven't read that in a long time. My mom used to let me read through it, um, but I haven't read <laughs> it in like the last five years. So who knows what she's putting it. I think it was because for her, you know, she wanted us to have something, um, if and when she ever went. And uh, I don't know. I think it's interesting because while I don't think this journal started out like this for the EXO, um you know i I think the founder may have eventually realized that that's potentially where this would have ended up um just as life kind of started getting a little more shaky in their experiences it uh maybe she saw that this is what her journal was leading to kind of a a written record for Ada
0: and I would say almost. Not, I mean, that's that's a great thought, but almost the fact that she talks about the things that she doesn't want Ada to know, I almost think this is just her only way of getting her emotions out with going crazy. Like, this, <laughs> this journal is cathartic, you know, like she doesn't oh, say, yeah. Um, yeah, as we'll as we'll see in the final entry, that is more of what you're talking about, but like this, but for it didn't me, start that just, way. Yeah, it didn't start that way. And that's what I'm saying.
1: It didn't start that way. And I think because of looking at the final entry, that's where I feel like there was a shift where...
0: Yeah, I agree. She kind
1: of realized that that's what it eventually was going to be for her. It was going to put more than 25 pieces of the puzzle together for Ada.
0: Yeah. No, I understand that. Yeah, it, it had changed. At some point, it clearly did change reasoning. But yeah, I see what you're saying. The progression... It's
2: yeah. definitely Yeah. We only got and a couple left. I'm going to jump into Entry 170 and 171. Entry 170. Last night, the peace of the refugee camp abruptly ended. Thunder and lightning reverberated in our ears. The people with drones fought a battle in the camp against the other people with drones. She and I took this opportunity... To escape by following the shoreline for a few miles. I know why they are here. I recognized one of them. The man from before. The one with the red drone. The one who killed Yuki. They are here for the Obsidian Accelerator. We have to leave. Entry 171 We watched the camp burn from the cliffs. I saw the people with the drones fan out in all directions. I could follow the paths they cut through the darkness by the flickering of their drone's light. There's no time for anything else, and despite her concerns, she has opened up to me. I'm removing the obsidian accelerator and sending her down the road. They can come and get it from me, not her. This is likely goodbye. Yeah,
0: so things getting very intense. Um... This makes me think, as you said, that these are um, uh, uh, warlords uh, that I didn't really think about until now, but that this refugee camp is almost maybe established by some of the uh, Risen, that some other Risen, specifically the one that had killed Yuki, rushed in and took it upon themselves to raid this refugee camp that maybe resided in the territory of some other Risen. And of course, a battle ensues. And because at this point, nobody has any weapons of sorrow or any ways to actually kill each other, you have a bunch of Risen just killing each other, resing each other. Um, I would imagine they know that you could kill each other's ghosts. But from the most part, you know, based off of what the entries, is, it sounds like there's just an insane amount of fighting. I'm sure a plot, probably a lot of innocent casualties. And then they all kind of just run off in their own ways with whatever they got. Yeah, that's,
2: that's pretty much how I read it.
0: Yeah. Just the fact that she watches all of the different um, Risen running in different directions.
2: Um, the, the one thing that, that really got me was like the founder took the Obsidian Accelerator from from Ada and pretty much said, this is it. You run that way, I run this way. Goodbye. Yeah,
0: and the fact that this Risen knows now that it's the Obsidian Obsidian Accelerator that he wants and not the Exo specifically. So she can pull a Yuki tactic and say, I have the Obsidian Accelerator, you know, flash it in the air and just run. You know what this reminds me of? Just this running likely goodbye is the Ghost Stories entry with the the young child where the ghost res that child and then just ran off. Leading the fallen away from the camp so that all those refugees could stay alive. We have a lot of these kind of stories, you know. Before the city was established, just there were just refugees everywhere, and we have these uh, these basically unsung heroes in the lore who yeah you know, stop to stop to help people.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't know, this was what made me think of. It just shows that uh, you know we have risen and ghosts kind of doing fighting against each other and killing innocents, but then we have stories of ghosts all by themselves uh, trying to help people. Um, so that also points to the fact that the Risen themselves kind of um, point to how the relationship or the, the risen relationship with the light and with ones around it are going to react. That the ghosts kind of, to a degree at least we know, kind of just follow them along up to a point also we see, but yeah. So it sounds just crazy that ghosts just popped out, have just probably recently shown up. They're supposed to be helping people, because the Traveler was helping people, and now you have risen killing everyone. So, it's just so much different than what we're used to as Guardians in-game now. Uh, but that just shows Shut you up. how much time has passed and why, once again, the Destiny Universe is so interesting. And also the fact that with talking about Weapons of Sorrow and Dredge and Yore, that, you know, a Guardian is a Guardian, as you said, um, that term guardian does not define who they are. Well, I should say it does define who, who guardians are, but not what all risen are. Uh, so it really is a choice. Yeah. Anything else to add? I don't know. I just kind of got a little bit extra out of this.
2: I, I'm ready for the last entry. but
0: right. about you, Mrs. Haven, You got anything else to add?
1: No, I don't want to get to the last entry. <laughs>
0: All right, well, this I will let you good. I will let you read my entry then.
1: Thanks I
0: appreciate it.
1: This one just reads final entry. Dear Adelaide. When those people and their drones found me alone at that deserted intersection, they demanded to know where you were. I offered them the obsidian accelerator and gave it freely. You promised you would leave me, and you did. But you never said how far you would go, did you? You stayed close enough to watch through your scope. As the man took aim at my head, I heard the shot and assumed I was dead. But it was him who was dead, not me. You were so far that none of us knew where to look. The second man winged me with one of our own weapons. He began to gloat about that. But another round from you shut him up. Two more thunderous shots, and their drones were as dead as they were. I saw the glare from your scope disappear, and I knew you were heading away. I know you must feel guilty, but don't. It was I who wronged you. I grabbed the accelerator and got as far from the shouts of the aggressors as I could. They've been on my tail. By now you're long gone, and I've led those people back inland but I'm done running. The end of my story is close, as it probably should be. So I guess it's time to tell you a few things about, well, you. The end of your life should have followed its natural trajectory. I'm ashamed I changed it for selfish reasons. Does the name Adelaide bring any flicker of recognition? It is your birth name, and you heard it every day of your life until the day I sent you, without your consent, into a new world. You became Ada One when I robbed you of your end. I've loved you since before you were born and in trying to give you everything, perhaps I've robbed you of a final human experience, a dignified death. I know I will not see you again. If you want to know about your past, Know that you were born a second time in the Niobe Labs. When you were wounded at the labs and I saw you were losing your fight, I did what I always did when the chips were down. I created something. You, Ada, won. From what I had almost completely lost, I did it out of fear of losing you forever. I charted the course of your life and made decisions that were yours to make not mine. I hope you find it in your heart to forgive me for that. I was naive. Looked too often to the past. I just couldn't let any of it go. I never did have much respect for the natural order of things. And Helga, well, she was the opposite of me. She only wanted to grow the armory to see its full potential. And Yuki helped make that vision possible. The two of them spent as much time looking ahead as I did looking back. I realize now that there's a balance to life. You look a little, you look backward a little, you look forward a little. But most importantly, you live in the here and now. You appreciate what you have because you never know when it will be sma- snatched from you. Learn from our successes and our missteps. Be bold. Do not fear the future. Respect the past and never forget where you came from. And try never to fear death if you can help it. I know I don't anymore. You know what's funny? I never considered how lucky I was for the time we had together. The envy of all the mothers who ever lived. I got to love you twice. Your mother, Henriette.
0: Yes, definitely a deep card. I'm like, yeah,
1: literally choking back tears right now. I kept stumbling.
2: Oh, like I'm I'm letting them flow
1: <laughs> because I was trying to hold them back. Like, oh my god,
2: it's like it it's just makes me want to go hug my read. mom. Like, but it's such a good read. Like, oh, oh man,
0: yeah. I mean, and so we'll talk a little bit about if. I I guess let's talk about the card, and then we can talk about, um, you know, if Ada ever got to read this message, kind of thing. The after the current day time, Um, does that does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, no. no. Uh
0: But I just love that something she passed on to her daughter stuck because she maybe didn't know this was her mother, but she wasn't going to let her die, Um, even when she ran away. She still was watching behind a sniper scope, as we can assume she still had the Izanagi's uh, burden. she had that sniper rifle, and she was doing work uh She killed two guardians and their ghosts, which leads me back to them watching those um risen fighting earlier. Maybe they saw a ghost being shot somehow, or just she was just really smart. She knew that these ghosts kept rising these risen and that I think that's pretty impressive, just that she was able to give her mother a fighting shot. You know, she, she took out two of them, at least, like permanently. So I think that just shows some, some, some love like, from her daughter.
2: Yeah. And, and, like, the one thing that I, I wanted to point out, like, she's a great shot.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. Right? They don't really talk. They make her sound like a child um they talk about how she can like enhance weapons and ha- make weapons they they don't say until now that she is a crack shot yeah
2: i mean there was just one shot and that guardian was down so like you know or, sorry that risen was down yeah and, yeah, like, and, and you the, the... you know that that had to have been a headshot with Izog's burden cuz otherwise th- there would have been no way that Right, that's exactly what I was thinking, just yeah, two
0: headshots. And then the stupid next version has the audacity to practically, like, pistol whip her mother. He goes down instantly, and then for good measure, she says, you guys will not come back. So that's just really, that was really intense right there. And then, you know, her mom just ran, and she ran and ran until, that's the other thing. She doesn't say, I got away. Let me write what's happened. She says, I got away. You know what? I am done running. I am going to leave you this one final message. And then I am going to confront whatever's coming for me. Because I am no longer scared of death. As I hope that you will come to appreciate also. And then we don't really know what happens to her. But, you know, this is the final message. So regardless if she how much longer she lived, if she lived. um, Yeah. She said what she needed to.
1: Not like she's going to come back and be like, JK, here's another one.
2: (sighs) Right. Especially with the fact that, like, current destiny is hundreds of years ahead of where this originally started. Yeah, Yeah,
0: her mother died of old age at this point, even if she had survived. At the least.
1: At the least. Yeah. yeah. I love I love this though. It's so well written.
0: Well, um so oh, I, no, no, sorry, no,
1: Sorry. The third to last paragraph where she talks about the balance of life. I'm telling you, I just I feel this so much. I can hear this from my own mother. And one of the things I really love about this is that just like Ada and and Henriette, the founder, Uh, My mother and I definitely had our differences, too. We've definitely annoyed each other. Um, But there is such a beautiful piece to this part of, you know, you look backwards a little and you look forwards a little, but you need to live in the moment. Um, My mom, you know, here I go, making all my references again, like Hyvin says I do. Um, My mom always talks about a Garth Brooks song called The Dance, where basically it says, you know, you could have missed all of this pain. But you also would have had to miss the beauty of this amazing dance um and my mom thinks really strongly about that because my dad died when I was so so young. you know it's she could have like had she known the future, would she go back? would she change that? would she not have gotten married to him? But if she had done that, she wouldn't have myself and my brother um and so it's kind of interesting i think I think that you know kind of applies here henriette sees where she just kept looking back but maybe if she had had that balance and that appreciation for okay this is what happened but let's look forward and let's see what we can do now and let's live in this moment maybe maybe the outcomes would have been a little differently but again there's the other flip side of that too you don't know and there's an importance in not knowing and and to live in that here and now like she says um so i think this card just has such a beautiful meaning. Um, even just in the day to day life, you know, for us to remember this too. It's a good reminder just for players to remember uh, to enjoy your here and now uh, and to definitely have that nostalgia and have those memories that give you those warm fuzzies and be excited about the future. You know, I'm getting a dog in 12 days. I'm very excited about it. Um and I got a dog a year ago and I love those memories. But right now I have two yeah. dogs here that I'm going to go snuggle with later. And that's how I'm going to enjoy my here and now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yeah, And that's I appreciate. more shot. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I appreciate that she came yeah. to the recognition that Helga and Yuki were thinking about the future and she was maybe stuck in the past. And that It took all three of them to, you know, make round out the armory. Yeah, like they were perfect together, and Ada was the sum of all those viewpoints. Um, and the fact that she tells her you were, you were Adelaide. That was your born name. Now you are Ada One, and she 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 shows some. She talks about how selfish she was. You know, I robbed you of quite possibly what all humans should eventually be able to have, a dignified death, you know, that proper burial that should have been the end. She acknowledges how she was selfish, but that she gave her something that at least she could she could continue on this life and that, as as Mrs. Hyman said, just learn from her mistakes, learn from all of their mistakes and continue on. And then I like that finally she just realized she had been selfish, but she had done this as a mother, and then she realizes not only did I save my daughter, but I, I had a life with my daughter, and then I had a life a second life with my daughter as she is now. They were almost two different people, but just that perfect that perfect line where she never considered how lucky she was' it's the envy of all mothers that I got to love you twice like that's if that's not the <sighs> sweetest thing, if not. Yeah, that's you got really could say almost again. You could almost say a little corny, but it no, it's just it's just so perfect. It rounds up this whole story. It's not just like a this is not like a Hallmark card. Like this is
2: this is right. It's meaning, a Hallmark you know? card, except everybody dies except the one person.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean and yeah, and you know what? And it's like, yes, those words on a Hallmark story
2: card Hallmark don't mean much, <laughs>
0: but Let's say you give that Hallmark card to someone. Someone who reads that and understands your backstory, they're gonna get a lot out of this. So I can imagine. Um, I guess as we push on, as Ada received this, uh, the recognition, possibly the sadness, the maybe even the happiness—like everything—would have hit her so hard. Um. Yeah. I mean I don't really have to I mean it's it's self-explanatory. I don't have much else to add about this but you know if you guys kind of just want to talk about you know, in game Ada didn't know that the founder was her mother when we first met her.
2: See now I'm questioning that.
0: <clears throat> well it wasn't until we recovered these papers. She hadn't read these papers. She didn't have didn't- the obsidian accelerator. Yeah, we she found had that obsidian a accelerator they
1: disdain for guardians because of they killed
0: like, her founder yeah yes.
1: who, and like she had a disdain for them like just in general without even needing to know all of this information because as we can see she had several poor interactions with them
0: yeah cuz we see well, we we actually take the obsidian accelerator back to her we find it to her she plugs that thing in and it's almost like she gets memories back she feels whole Um, And we kind of we deliver her the papers that we've been exclaiming because she says the journal is the story of our founder. You know, it's very precious. We return it to her and she says pages are missing. And then we go out, we find them, and we bring them back to her. It's I I don't know. There's probably plenty of people. I didn't even actually get that last cut scene because I didn't even finish the quest. but I watched it. And it's definitely very intense where you kind of, you know, you, you bring back the Obsidian Accelerator. And, you know, she sees that, like. This is a piece of me. It's a piece of my mother. You know, it's all kind of coming back together. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's, it becomes more than at that point for her. And I think that's also why she doesn't hate us as much.
2: Well, and and she doesn't hate us as much because like we've retrieved, like you said, the obsidian accelerator, we've retrieved all the the torn pages of the journal. Um, And like, it's at that point that, like, once we've collected that last lore page, I think it's at that point that Ada realizes, oh, Henriette Mayrin is my mother.
0: Yep. Yeah, and that's why that butterfly is so common, and that's why it's the symbol. It's her family crest,
2: practically. So, because Mrs. Hyven isn't too far into Black Armory content...
1: By too um, far, you mean like I've only met Ada, and that's about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't gonna <laughs> say that. Yeah. Uh, so the the symbol for the House of Mayrin, because Henriette Mayrin is, or Mayrin is is Henriette's last name. Um, but the symbol for that is a butterfly, and like taking all this information into account, like we're able to figure out that this is all taking part in France.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Especially yeah. with the, the references to, you know, the Mediterranean sea with the, the reference to um, the Island of Corsica, you know, that's an Island off the coast of France. Um, so like we know they're right around the, the actual, shoreline there
0: yeah i would i would argue that maybe not the whole uh, the black armory was you know pushed all over the place maybe their headquarters weren't in could have been in france or at least somewhere in central europe but when she ran yeah. with her daughter they ended up in france you know that's where she was reliving that petting zoo where she was looking for you know probably the boats by the water
2: Yeah. well and and so, so the reason i say that it's in I france is because in all the journals, you never hear once that they jump on a boat or a plane or anything like. And in fact, they specifically say, "Oh, we couldn't do that." Yeah, yeah, they so would They probably would have been so right the, there. Right. So, th- like, they have to be stationed in France somewhere, yeah. or, or at least very close countries.
0: Exactly. Yeah, because you know Yuki and obviously and um, Helga aren't French, but. You know, Henriette was the original idea. She may have hired these two. Oh, I mean, because it really doesn't matter. I mean, uh, what Helga was on Mars, so um, I would yeah. totally agree yeah. that they um probably met up, possibly in, in France. Yeah, I could see that as being as the starting place for sure. But yeah, I just want to. I just thought how how much more beautiful is that butterfly symbol now when you really realize where it came from. Yeah, really, and also. Did Ada make the symbols for those three houses? You know, I would argue that the butterfly wasn't always the house symbol, but, you know, it probably didn't mean anything originally. Maybe she linked the memory of that symbol to her, her that founder. Does that make sense? And that was why it was...
2: So you're thinking she, she created the, the actual symbols after the whole yeah. ordeal.
0: I think maybe she continued on the legacy, and maybe she continued on the symbols. I mean, because maybe butterflies were always important to see, to Henriette, but see, Ada was I the just, one who mentions the butterfly. See, finds I, just, it.
2: I, I don't agree with that because we see that those symbols all over in places that we have just recovered. You know, all the different forges that we recovered, um, Niobe Labs itself. So I, I just don't
0: see. Yeah, no, you probably, you might be right about that. I just wonder what significance the butterfly would have had to anything other than Ada and her mother, like very specifically, you know?
2: Right. But then there's, there's the other two symbols and, and like, I'm looking at it going, okay, well, what were those for? and, and. You know why those ones? Yeah, that's true.
0: Well, the butterfly symbols are in Niobe, Niobe Labs, and that was made long before Ada. So you're probably right about that. That's right. just kind of like a I mean, maybe heck, that
2: was the birthplace of Ada.
0: Yeah, I think that maybe is kind of a uh, a, a a little like writing thing, not like, necessarily a hiccup, but you know what I'm saying. Like the fact that they made it such an important point that they experienced the butterfly like later after the the forming of the house. Like, they probably put that butterfly in as like, an homage to her mother. Yeah, like it was an uh, homage maybe to her mother. You yeah, um,
1: interesting, though, if you look up symbolism of butterflies, it <clears> says that many cultures um, associate the butterfly with our souls. Uh, so it could have been an important symbolism for Ada, potentially yeah. fearing that she didn't have a soul.
0: Yeah, yeah It's true. Well, you know, um, if, if anyone wants... Talking
2: watched, about that flaming car...
0: Yeah. 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 I was just gonna say, if anyone watched um, the opening of Niobe Labs, uh, regardless if this was in game, like you know when what the cohesive timeline was, uh, people were looking into so much like real life lore and history to get codes and secrets to um, (laughs) yeah to unlock that. They were getting like forests in France. And you know they were using people's names. They were tying it to old mythology and all kinds of stuff. So these characters were were tied to real life things. So that's I think why maybe, you know maybe myself or probably anyone can kind of read extra symbolism into a lot of these names, these symbols, these locations, um, because I th- you know you know Bungie crafted this story from their own minds, from probably you know from real life pieces. And I just love how beautiful of a story they they really put. Um, you, you take for granted, but as Mrs. Hyman said, a lot of the symbols and words and names and destiny all mean something. That old French song that was an actual song. Um, remember, Spider sung an old song. It was an old Chinese hymn. You know, there's a lot of that in Destiny, and you can get a lot of appreciation from kind of looking into the backstory. It gives it gives a lot more uh, depth, I think.
2: Yeah, and like. With the the way that the writing is for this game, nothing is ever by chance. Yeah,
0: yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah, the uh meaning for the name Henriette is uh, keeper of the hearth. And hearth is defined as the floor of a fireplace, um or used as a symbol of one's home.
0: It's perfect. She was the heart of the home.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: And Absolutely. and that was and that was a
2: direct throwback to um, one entry where she was talking about how Yuki was the brains. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, she was at constant ends with um, Helga. And, but, like, she was ha- going to have to be the Armory's soul.
0: Yeah, and the heart, I think she even had said. Yeah. Yeah. Very fitting. And then, not necessarily related to the story, but I just wanted to point out for um, something that lore fans have wondered for a long time are the number beside the XO. What comes first? Ada nothing or Ada one? So in this example, now once again, of course, the only occasion we have of a one is a special case. But we see that 801 one was the first reset. Um, there was no Ada-0. Zero. Ada 0 was Adelaide. That was her as a human. And 801, one the 1, referenced her first birth as an Exo. Um, so that could mean that Cade 6 was rebooted five times. Um, you know, uh, Lakshmi, two, just once. You know, that kind of stuff. But... Once again, we see that eight oh one is a special case. For all we know, she's never needed a reset because she was not made in the deep stone stone crypt. Um, yeah, so just a but, nice little little point that doesn't really answer now. Too much now something
2: that now something that I want to clarify. Um, now, when they they actually transfer the brain, you know, transfer the mind into the exo body. What I, like, how I read it all is that it would just be, you know, like, Ada, but then they have to, like, you have to do a reboot in order to actually stabilize the mind. So then it would be Ada 1, because there was one reboot. I
0: just figured it was, uh, Ada was the original human, Ada 1 was, you know, first, first life as an Exo kind of thing. I see what you're saying you you know you might just download the information and then like kind of like a defrag kind of thing um
2: well, I'm like i am looking at it strictly from a computer standpoint, you know, yeah, you install an <clears throat> operating system, it's not gonna start working right away. You're gonna have to do a reboot but f- first
0: True, sure, but you have to do that every time you would probably update the system for a to two, a to three. Yeah, but just yeah. still, you know, yeah. Regardless, I guess. No, I see you're talking about the process, and that definitely makes sense. Why that it could be the naming convention, but we do at least see that we can kind of get how many times people have been transferred into possibly a new like frame or a new body, or their minds wiped, uh, because she starts as eight oh one. She doesn't start as eight to zero. That was just kind of my point. Fair point. Yeah, because it it kind of it doesn't. I mean. She was just basically put into the. I mean, granted, you could be right about the fact that um, they put her into the frame, and then they rebooted her on the road. But still, I kind of count that all as one, all part of this original upload. Um, so I guess I would argue that 801 was her first form as an exo, her first complete form as an exo. Right. And, and we and have that's, not seen any rebooting with for that. her. Yeah, okay.
2: It's more of just, like, I'm going into the technicals, you know, the technicalities of it. But, like, she's not a fully functioning Exo until that first reboot.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it could be argued that she's never going to be a fully functioning Exo, because she's a walking, talking Forge, who's only half of the person she was uploaded. So, once again, we have an example, but she is kind of the exception
2: And and even then, like, we don't know how much of the person beforehand is Mm -hmm. actually in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would argue that the reason she hasn't had uploads is because she doesn't have uploads. They're not necessary. uh, Because the reboot failed, her daughter actually did die. What they formed was a living, breathing first well, not breathing, but a, a first-generation, basically, person. Does that make sense? Like, they were able to upload the being of a person into a frame, but none of the characteristics, the mannerisms, that 801 could be argued that she is a completely different entity than Adelaide, the human child. And because of that, she didn't know she was a human before that. She doesn't have to suffer um, from is associative you know the transfer of her DER. mind into a D E R. der um so i would say she probably won't need resets and i didn't really even think about that until now
2: but... well uh, I, and <clears throat> like i can keep going down this rabbit hole um
1: yeah, i think I think, we, I think i can tell you two are going hardcore down this rabbit hole
2: <laughs> so for mrs hyven and any of our followers <laughs> that don't know um DER is dissociative exomind rejection. I think um,
0: we've talked about it a little bit.
2: I think we mentioned it once before, but like in order to actually keep the exobody from rejecting the the mind or from the mind rejecting the body, I'm not like I need to look more into it. It would um, be
0: it would be the mind rejecting the fact that it is in a yeah, metallic non-human body.
2: But in order to keep that from happening, you have to reboot the mind.
0: But because ba- um, basically exos were dying. Um,
2: well, but now well, see, the see,
0: people were dying.
2: But now see, the whole circumstance with Ada brings <laughs> yeah, right. up a really interesting point because she doesn't suffer from DER. That's what I is worry. DER an actual thing, or is Cloves Bray? using it to actually wipe the memories of Exos and make them more... You know, I mean, th- th- well, there's all kinds of would, different things that...
0: For sure, yeah. you could go down that. But just, I would say, based on what we know, we know that uh, DER happened. The way that they were able to keep Exos from basically the brain basically dying, becoming brain dead, was they gave them human characteristics. That's why Exos still eat, drink, you know, Cade pretends to get drunk, practically... You know, why he still... Who knows? Uh, He loves ramen. Apparently he fools around with frames and other ladies. um, You know, but the reason that they still have those human characteristics was because it made them feel more human. So that helped with the DER. But then the reboots were required in order to keep them from dying. So we know that much. I would just argue that because Ada did not know she was a human, the mind couldn't reject the body that she was given. Because she was basically born for the first time in that body, so I would argue that she does not suffer from d e r therefore she never needs to be reset and that's my thoughts on the matter and
2: and like that's a good a good theory on it like I, I was going down this sinister path that like you know, i know d e r was was a way of close bray covering things up and 'Cause like I, I was looking at the whole though. Well, 'cause like I was looking at the whole Cade portion of it. Like, you know, he was a hired gun for Clovis Bray and you know, they used DER reboots in order to actually wipe away information from what his missions were. Yeah. Or if he saw too much, it was their way of wiping that away.
0: He does mention it, yeah. I would argue that DER was a real thing that the reboots were necessary however they were a perfect opportunity to not only reload the mine but also take out whatever they wanted to uh, from memory files yeah. and um, alter them that way yeah i know we're on a, a rabbit hole of exos but we were, <laughs> this was but you know i think because black armory this is the only lore book requiring you know not requiring that talks about ada that this was a this is a perfect opportunity to kind of discuss Ada as an individual. She is definitely a life. very interesting case. What was that, Ms. Isaac?
1: Discuss, ramble, you know, same thing. Well, well I mean, we... Oh, just-
0: yeah. <laughs> I Well, you were trying to get into mostly just the emotion of the story, which is definitely in there to the max. But, you know, I just figured it's also important to kind of discuss lore-wise who Ada is as a person now, not just... Uh, you know what happened back in the past we're trying to have that perfect blend of past and future okay
1: no it's yeah it's great
2: (laughs) past future and present like the armory
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's just you know it's one of those things we have new grounds. just how we talked about recently how Aldrin's gonna be the first person we've seen before and after a guardian Well, Ada is the only like Exo who doesn't have any memory of her past like at all knew she was a human kind of thing so it's just one more like little tidbit that we have in, in the story that's kind of interesting to hypothesize and theorize about. Absolutely. But yes, you're right. We should move on. By move on, I mean include. Anything else anyone would like to add about this beautiful story? Or can we move out to shout-outs? I think we can move
1: out. Especially because if we get back into the story, I'm for sure, for sure going to cry. Your guys' is rambling Help me stop my tears.
2: I'm I'm <laughs> wiping away the last bit of tears, and I'm I'm ready for shout-outs. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, my shout-outs are to Bungie. Uh, I look forward to the stories to come. As beautiful as this, the characters that we'll get to know, um... And also the road that they are discussing to take as they are now separate from Activision and as their own company. It was really, really nice to see Luke Smith and the ViDoc saying that they are discussing right now what Destiny is going to continue on as a game. They are working on that now. And it's just, I don't know, it, it brought hope to me that they're ready to be free from Activision and on their own, and that for me, that, that, that gave me some reassurance. I, maybe not everyone, but I really still trust in, in, in Bungie and their uh, view for Destiny and making it uh, such a beautiful and great game and story. So my shout is just to Bungie. I wish them the best. Um, thank you for all of the great content that they provide us with. Even if you want to complain about it, uh, the content we get is always great. Really, the complaints come from wanting more. So I look forward to the more to come.
1: I have two shout-outs this evening. was one, so plot twist, it's two now. Um, after searching through Twitter, I actually found somebody else that I wanted to add to my shout-outs list. Uh, it is a Twitter at Impact Woodwork. So the word Impact Woodwork, all one word. Um, this is a gentleman who has been uh, making Gambit Coins
3: um, I saw and, those
1: mm-hmm, yeah and for the he's actually he's not just making and selling them people who donate to St. Jude's he's uh, giving these coins and so I, I thought that was really cool he's in one stream raised about $300 it looks like and, and they're just continuing to go up uh, so just kind of cool thing something you know a lot of the Destiny community does is raises money for charities. So I just uh, really appreciated that, Thought it was a really cool thing uh, with this new season coming up, kind of focused around the drifter uh, to also take it and impact, um, you know, the lives of of children who are, who are definitely, and their families who are definitely going through some stuff right now. Um, So that was kind of awesome. I just, I scrolled past that and felt that that definitely needed a shout out. And um, on a less serious note, because I am not known for being serious, um, I wanted to shout out—or uh, apologize if I butcher it Terenon Starfall. He's the one person who reached out to me this week, y'all. I mean, like it was in a—it was in like a group of people that he like added on Twitter with a question, and I apologize because I didn't actually respond right away because I didn't know the answer to your question. But I did retweet it to Elemist and Hyven. And they're going to be getting back to you. Before this uh, episode airs. But um, but thanks man. Thanks. I got that notification. And it was special to me.
2: <laughs> well and, and part of the reason. We haven't replied yet. Is because it's it's a complex answer. Um, and we're going to try. And, and like.
1: They were discussing not... it earlier. And it was like 15 minutes of dialogue and discussion, so they're, okay. they're going to have to windle that down to a Twitter response.
0: Basically, he was wondering if Yor could have become an ascendant hive, yeah.
2: basically.
1: So, <laughs> go check out the question, and check back for the answer on the Twitter feed later, you guys.
2: Twitter doesn't allow enough characters for a proper response. Well, uh, my, my, short answer, last my short and
1: sweet
0: answer... My short and sweet answer about that is, I think Yor was a pawn by the Hive, used to save the corrupt guardians, but someone mentioned Tolan. I think Tolan was closer to becoming Ascendant. He at least ditched his body knowing that he could continue on, but I think he didn't quite succeed, and now he's trapped in the Ascendant realm. So there's my short answer. But, uh, so if you listen right now at a... What was that name again? Sorry. Uh, Tyranin. Tyranin Starfall. Starfall. That yeah. is kind of our thoughts. I think Elemist said something similar.
2: Uh, yeah, like I, I'm actually going to be responding.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to also when I get a chance to actually type something up.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, you'll get a the official response then. But, yeah, so those are my two shout outs. Um, one of just thanks, man. I appreciate you. And um, also, you know, actually to both of them. Thanks. I appreciate you guys both. Um, one for reaching out because like I said I I like that it it makes it makes my like heart get a little happy um <laughs> I'm I'm very easily pleased you guys and uh, and for the for the other guy the woodworker um I totally just lost that page oh it was at impact um woodwork or woodworker go back you know 30 seconds earlier and get the correct, correct version of it um and definitely go check them out if you guys are interested if anyone's interested in, and uh and looking more into that because like i said i that's probably one of my favorite things about the destiny community is the way they uh just support so many charities uh it really just kind of blows me away
0: and i would say if you're interested in more just kind of art cosplay community stuff check out planet destiny they do a lot of um like projects and artwork and stuff that people do for the game. Uh, so, yeah, you know, you can go to YouTube to watch plenty of Destiny videos, but they do a lot of information about just kind of the community.
2: Yeah. Uh, as for my shout outs, uh, the usual Ishtar Collective, my job would be so much more difficult without them. Absolutely love them to pieces. Um, Bungie as well. Like, they've, their writers are on point. I'm excited for Season of the Drifter because I want to dive into more about Drifter, Gambit, The Nine. <laughs> are we actually going to find out what The Nine are? Um,
0: Some theories next week in our upcoming book.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Sneak peek. Nine of the crew uh, didn't I... make it.
2: I had a... No, 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 no. It's nine ghosts. (laughs) It's Um, nine of everything. (laughs) I had a third one, but I I don't remember.
1: Well, luckily you're the editor, so if you remember later, you can just record it and edit it in.
2: (laughs) Eh, Usually I only do that for major like announcements about the actual episode like hey our audio was kind of cutting out or that kind of stuff
0: <laughs> well All right that concludes our shout outs and we will go ahead and sign off i apologize for the ball squeaking in the background but you guys have a great morning afternoon <laughs> evening night and tune in next week for the beginning of our month-long discussion on the Mara We're going to be breaking it down four episodes because it is long and definitely deserves some conversation.
2: And then after that, we are going to be diving into one of the new lore books. We don't know what because they're not out yet, but it, it's coming.
0: Super excited <laughs> for that. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we will end here. Good night all.
2: Good night. Night. Or good day.
0: Or good time. <laughs> How does it go again, babe?
1: Bum bum bum. Goodbye. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> we also need to actually come up with an intro and outro music.
0: Wow! Well, I keep forgetting. I need to look at right. that thing. I need to bum, p- pick bum, some media. Bum, <laughs>
2: no.
1: <laughs> I didn't even listen to last week's episode. Dang! I really should. We
0: know our entry is "Good morning, good evening, good night." Yeah. Hello, listeners. I
1: think All it's right. solid. I think we're sticking with that. Whatever time you're listening to this.
0: All right. I will start when you guys are ready.
2: I'm ready. My body is ready.
0: With How about your mind and your voice and your brain? I need more than your body. Lordy, lordy! I'll take that as an okay. Here we go. I'm going to give us some pause, and then I will go on in there. Good morning, good evening, good night to all of our listeners, whatever time you might he be said, listening. No, this is. You
3: did it
1: wrong. You said good evening, good night. Yeah. It was good afternoon, good evening. No, it's not. What evening and even good night are literally oh the same Oh,
0: jeez. Would you stop? I literally made the stupid thing up. You just copied me. You
1: did, <laughs> you, did you did it wrong. You did it
0: wrong. Good evening and good night are not the same.
2: Yeah. Okay, mom. Okay, dad. Stop fighting.
0: Look, let me introduce the podcast. Fine. Go ahead. Just know. Well, now I'm not even going to do it, just to spite you. All right, here we go. Starting over.
1: Elmas, we'll just put it in. Anyways. All right, so Hyven and I are dog-sitting tonight, and Hyven, we split these dogs up. You need to get your dog, because she's on the other side of the door messing with my dog.
0: She's just walking around.
1: No, she's specifically on the other side of the door, pawing at the door.
2: This is going to be an interesting episode. (laughs) My chair is right here.
1: They're just a mess. Ellie decided she like needed Callie. I mean I guess it's clean enough that you can kinda let them be as long as they're quiet. There's nothing they can get into. I'll just close my door and you can have both of them. No, you guys go out there. I don't want you. (laughs) (laughs) Oi, it's a mess.
0: Okay, I don't know where we pause that for editing, but you can just say we're dog-sitting, and then I will pause and continue on with podcast news. How's that sound? Yeah. It's always just the
1: editor's discretion. I think
0: the stopping point, she just mentioned that we were dog-sitting, so we apologize. And then I'll just say podcast news. All right, so I'm going to pause, and then I'm going to go right into podcast news. Which Do we actually have any news ever? Anything other than just... Um, no,
1: I would like to say thank you to the one person who actually reached out to us when I requested human contact.
0: <laughs> that can be a shout-out after.
1: <laughs> so you can just say the huge.
0: Yeah. Okay. Getting ready to go. So, stuff you missed in Destiny. Well, we had some trim- triple... Sorry, give me a second. The dogs are wrestling. <laughs>
2: I was about to say some trimful like okay. you can hear like the ears shaking it. in the
1: background. The best part is is uh I hear what other people don't. He'll yeah. mute his mic, but I can hear him yelling at them in the other room still.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, rah, rah. Hey, stop.
1: <laughs> We're just getting a taste of what it's gonna be like uh in two weeks.
2: Absolutely. I should
0: them out before. Well, they were acting so chill before this. I didn't expect this to yeah, happen.
1: They've literally been laying down. There's so much excitement with me cleaning. All
0: right, they have separated, so I'm going to try to... We might just have to do these in parts. I'm going to go back to stuff you missed in Destiny. Okay, here we go.